0: On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, it is a transfer special. We uh, didn't have a ton of time to talk about the transfers in and out of Michigan State football on Monday, so we are going to do that today. Let's go.
1: You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, December 23rd. The year is 2020. Barely.
1: We only got a few more ticks <laughs> in the clock, Will. It's not, not a horrible thing. But are you like me? Do you get like a little bit of anxiety when you just hear the date, December 23rd, because you're like, oh God. oh God, did I do all the Christmas shopping? Who did I forget? Oh God, what's happening? Or is that just a me thing uh, in the show?
0: I think it's not just a you thing, but it's not a me thing.
1: Between us, it's just just me thing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because, yeah, my heart skipped a beat when you said, today is December 23rd. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin Christmas somehow. I just don't know how yet. I usually just find out on the day of uh, what I forgot and who I forgot, which is always fun. It's a great time.
0: It is. It's uh, an anxiety you uh, certainly aren't alone in having, that.
1: Eh, that makes you feel a little better. Misery loves company, baby
0: misery does love company on Welcome today's to show <laughs> i'm will hunter that's matt sheehan um i had a thing to say about my co-host but he kind of jumped in there and yeah, here we are I
1: do that yeah i do that
0: my feeling anxious about christmas co-host matt sheehan yeah
1: there it is <laughs> nailed it uh feeling good did a lot of present wrapping although there's hey. some packages still in the flux of usps they're with the packaging gods now so uh who knows if they'll show up on December 23rd or January 23rd. Uh, Metro Detroit USPS is quite the gong show over here. So it's uh, I'm, I'm doing okay here. Well,
0: it'll be fine. Uh, no I, I know. No on I know. today's show. Yeah. On today's show, we're going to talk a lot about transfers because mm-hmm. this is something that is new to Michigan State football in terms of the volume and what has been going on. Transfers in and out. It's it's. These times, Matt, are unprecedented.
1: Oh, yeah, they are. This is a whole liquid season, baby. Yeah.
0: So, uh we're going to talk about the players that have left, um potential names that could be leaving, the spots that can get addressed with more players coming in, and just sort of the nature of what college football has become, especially considering the one-year or the one-time immediate approval transfer stuff that is going on for this season. Has kind of kicked some things into high gear, Matt.
1: Definitely, yeah, and that's why I'm excited to do a 30 minute show on Andre Welch transferring (laughs) coming up. Andre Welch and Max
0: Rosenthal sneeze.
1: Oh yeah, I bless you. Oh God. Oh no, allergic to the transfer portal already. Will. Oh, Oh no, I never thought I'd see the day. I didn't
0: take an allergy med. We're risking it.
1: Uh, rest in peace to everyone's ears here oh boy (laughs) oh no
0: uh but yeah that's the plan for today show reminded to rate review subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcasts we do this every single day five days a week except for this week we're only doing it four days a week yeah yep no show on christmas i think that's okay
1: it's not christmas it's michigan state wisconsin with the bonus of Christmas. With the bonus of Christmas.
0: We'll preview that tomorrow. But, yeah, bonus. normally five days a week, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Matt? Whoop. Got that right, bud. Spartanswill.substack.com. I have something that I'm hoping is up by time you're listening to this. Uh, certain offensive tackle for your Michigan State Spartans. A new one. Ooh. Breaking down the film of one Jarrett Horst. Very so. nice. You can check that out, spartanswill.substack.com. All right, Matt, are you ready?
1: Absolutely. I'm buckled in, Will.
0: Okay. Let's start here. Right here. So far, since the start of the season, a couple Mm -hmm. in season, more after the season, we think there's still probably going to be more. Ten players have left your Michigan State Spartans football team. 10 10 have left
1: it it feels like 37 <laughs> already like 10 wow okay I, I thought it'd be a higher number
0: 10 have left three have come in
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you feel generally about that excited concerned mixed don't know
1: oh i i wouldn't throw the word concerned around but yeah probably more on the side of excited for sure um it, there's some mystery to it as well because just as we alluded to to start the show, like th- these aren't waters that Michigan State fans are you know often treading in as far as transfers go, especially from like non-JUCOs uh, more specifically. So no, this is exciting. I mean, Mel has been more open about it as the year has gone on that like, hey, we're gonna revamp the roster. It's all about recruiting. We are gonna hit the transfer portal hard. So it's like. This guy came in here, he's making $6 million a year. It's not time to be buddy-buddy and treat this like a CYO team for $6 million a year. And he knows that. He knows this roster can't be a two-, three-year project. He's making it a right-now project. So, yeah, with all that, that screams energy. That screams excitement. and Yeah, so that's, that screams what Mel Tucker's all about, man. So uh, I'm pretty excited about the happenings here. And I, I find it hard to believe anyone couldn't be. I get that, well, like, you know, oh, D'Antonio never did this. Well, you see how it ended uh, the last few years here for old Mark, and uh, the whole game of football as a whole is changing well, as we all know.
0: Yeah, I think any time you see mass exodus from a program, Mm -hmm. that has generally, over the years, almost every single time, meant bad things. Sure. Like that, in 2009, if you lost 10 transfers in an offseason, it's like, oh god, Coach is getting, Coach fired. Is getting he, fired. He just
1: uh, motorcycle yeah. accident after the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, it's a horrible <laughs> times. He's
0: going to show up to a press conference with a Sugar Bowl hat on and a big neck brace, and his, just his face going to be all banged up. Biggest neck brace ever
1: seen in your entire life, right? And he's
0: going to create the greatest image in the history of college football. <laughs>
1: which is... Until John L. Smith takes the podium uh, at Arkansas, same school, ironically enough.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm still giving it. I'm still giving it to the motorcycle accident. Of course, no.
1: yeah. I, John El just has a special place in my heart. That's why I he give does. him the nod. She does. Yeah.
0: But now these days,
1: these days, well,
0: yeah. These days, it's a little different. Matt, um, how do you feel about the the football program at the University of Alabama? Uh
1: they're they're so, solid. They're fine, I think. Solid, yeah. no, fine. They're, they're a complete uh, GD wagon uh, down there. Yeah, yeah. They're good.
0: So I I said 10, Michigan State has said 10, it's actually 9, we're not really going to count Jack Bowmeister, like that's different, he moved back home, it's different, Yeah, we're not sure if he's Mm -hmm. returning to Collegeville, it's different, so take a guess, Michigan State had 9, last year, Mm -hmm. Alabama, your national runner-up, right, they lost, I forget, there's been so many damn Clemson, yeah, Clemson won last year.
1: Uh no LSU won last year or LSU won last year LSU yeah the NFL team down in yes. Baton Rouge last year won oh, right oh my
0: god anyway yeah Alabama mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe it. you get
1: the point they they, they win a butt ton of uh, national titles yeah
0: yeah um
1: they win so much that in 2015 after the game we went to the uh, the In and Out Burger the only one that was open and we uh, converse, conversated with the people next to us that were Alabama fans and they were literally scheduling like. Years out where their family vacations were going to be based on the national title game yeah. locations, so that's that's where they are as a program, as we all know. And they were they're were very nice people. It wasn't even like an arrogant thing. It was like a no, you could legitimately plan to go to Phoenix next year if you really wanted to. Or yeah, yeah, so yeah.
0: Anyway, Alabama did not make the playoff last year. They they waxed Michigan in the Citrus Bowl. Forgot about that. Just had to like uh, ah, good
1: times years that's right?
0: The year before that, they lost to the Clemson. The year before that, they won the national championship. Anyway, point For still two. stands. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess how many players from the program at Alabama went into the transfer portal at the end of – or last season? Either during the season or the end of last season. How many players I, did the, the the Crimson Tide lose to the portal?
1: I got a feeling I'm going to undershoot this, but my guess is a dozen,
0: 12. 11. Hey, okay. You are right, right there. Yep. All right. You were right there. I got Auburn up here, Matt. Another yeah. good program. Maybe not – Quite to the level of Alabama. Do you want to take a guess how many players Auburn lost to the portal?
1: Uh, nine. Just, nine sounds like a good number. Oh,
0: eight. You're you're right on. Oh, it. Oh, one off. Okay, yeah. nice. Uh, point is, excellent. I, and I just grabbed Auburn because I, it was just there, right by Alabama, so I grabbed Auburn. Ah, eh,
1: fair enough.
0: I wanted to say Alabama. I threw another team in there. Um, it's nice. Here. The point is, Matt, mm-hmm. that some really good, powerful programs with a lot. of a lot of talented players, bleed recruits, bleed transfers every single year. It's not yeah. always going to be ten. It's not no, always going to be three. I mean, this is a, a, a coaching regime, a new coach coming in, his first off season, his first real off season. Mm-hmm. This was expected.
1: Absolutely, especially like by mid season when Mel was starting to get more open about, yeah, this roster, uh, the the, the, the saying it, chief, right.
0: Needs some work,
1: it does, yeah. And
0: so, uh, similarly, in the SEC, Mississippi State kind of went through something similar, although theirs were in season. <laughs> they had some, I don't know, things kind of popped off there for, for Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. I guess it settled down a little bit. Um, but they have 12, still more than you, yeah. Want, yeah. But they had 12 or 11 or 12, gotcha. I can't count. So it's kind of right in line. Baylor's lost some players, too. They lost their quarterback, lost two running backs, some receivers. Like the, that's a new coach there as well. In this day and age, with the portal, with the increased ease for a player to transfer, and with the one year like you can transfer anywhere right now, this is totally expected and not in any way, shape, or form a sign of bad health for the program. Not at all. So I just I don't know I feel like that is something that perhaps I don't is a concern gets lost like isn't fully appreciated like this is kind of a unique circumstance and I don't know if I'm you know I'll pop in on message boards occasionally just to get the vibe just to see how, how fans are feeling stuff like that mm-hmm. there seems to be a little bit like really you know I mean you were worried about the Belleville guys like there's some Belleville stuff and you're just like really Or forced like it happens. It happens,
1: and it's it's exciting that it does. (laughs) Yeah, Michigan.
0: Just I pulled up Michigan. They've got seven leaving. You know that. Gotcha. That maybe is a little bit more of a sign. Like you got to have context in this thing. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah, it is exciting. It's different. It is totally not what we're used to as a football program, and it's not going to stop. Maybe it'll stop for a little bit. Like it seems like. Once you get to a good spot where you're like, hey, we're a really good program, but we're not like, we're not Alabama. And then you don't have players kind of leave as much. And then once you rise to the heights of Alabama, they start leaving again because they can't get playing time. And they're really good and can go elsewhere and get playing time. Um, But as this sits right now with Tucker coming in with his experience in the SEC and roster turnover in the SEC this is kind of how it's going to be like they're going to do everything they can within the rules to reshape these rosters and that's not always been the case at michigan state
1: no i'm glad it is because Pooh boy this roster oh yeah needs a little
0: little bit of help a little bit let's pause here we'll come back and we can talk specifically about some of the players leaving we didn't have a there was a lot that happened last Friday, and we haven't really gotten a chance to talk too much about it, so we can do that here in just a second. First, a word from Coors Light. Oh, yeah. These days, chill, baby. These days, it seems like life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then it's important to stop and hit the reset button, and that is when you we're reach soon. for a cold, delicious Coors Light's Mountain Cold Refreshment that is made to chill, Matt. Yes, sir.
1: Well, you got
0: it. You were just so talkative today.
1: I am. I'm a chatty Kathy over here. Will uh, I could use a course right now, actually, uh, yeah. to calm the mind, calm the body.
0: What's wrong? Is anything is something wrong? Do you need to chill? Do you need to hit the reset button and chill out with a course?
1: Uh, I'm still hung up on the December 23rd date, uh, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> still. That's, that's, uh, other than that, we're we're, we're good. We're even, Stephen, over here. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, drinking on Christmas is normally a thing. I don't know how your family's par- family parties oh, go, Matt. Will. But drinking, oh come on, please. Will. Drinking's usually Involved in this year. It might be a little different, but that doesn't mean the drinking needs to stop. Now you can Absolutely just chill no. on your own. You don't have to worry about packing up the family. Did we bring enough gifts for the white elephant? Did we bring our dish Amen. to pass? You just Amen. sit down on your couch, turn on whatever channel the Michigan State-Wisconsin basketball game is on, grab a Coors Light, and you're ready to chill. Bang! You Look at that. are ready to Chill because Coors Light is as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, and it's perfect for a moment to unwind.
1: Perfect, excellent, and
0: that is why it's the beer we choose when we need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar,
1: build those bars, baby.
0: Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved formula is even more delicious. Matt, I don't know how they did it.
1: No, it it defies science. Will, as you know,
0: it defies science, math, logic, geography, physics. It it, it defies geography. Yeah, defies all branches of any sort of science. It is incredible. What uh, what what are your some of your fla- favorite flavors, Matt? Give me two.
1: I'm a broken record player, Will. I'm always going to say toffee, almond oh. goes hard, car- caramel brownie. I am uh, very partial to the mint brownie. If okay. you will. I'm a big mint guy. So yeah, yeah.
0: You got to remember, Matt. Um, small percentage of our listenership listens to all the episodes, so we're we're turning them over. Someone might be hearing this for the first time, buddy.
1: Oh, I'm going to still say it every single time. Yeah, because toffee... I, I aspire one day to just wake up, go to uh, my porch, and see a box of toffee almond. Oh, built bars, well, now I know. sitting there with a nice big old bow on it.
0: Now I know what to get you for Christmas. Bars are covered yeah, in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're not just delicious on your taste buds. They are delicious on your body. On the body. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein. And, hi, Fiber, you need to try these bars. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, one word, locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Lockdown Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lock of the day on every single episode. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcast, Matt.
1: Nice. Nice podcast, too. That's very nice. Quick hitting, very informative. Bang, bang, bang. Check that one out. Yeah,
0: Yeah. definitely do that. Okay. Um, Which of the transfers... Should we, like, run through them? I I don't even think we really need to.
1: That's actually probably a good idea. Uh, I like to think I'm not the only one that has a horrible memory. can't remember all the names. So let's just do it for the listeners, not for me at all, Will. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So in the portal, we've got Mm -hmm. Rocky Lombardi. We've got Anthony Williams Jr. We've got Max Rosenthal. We've got Devontae Dobbs, Luke Fulton, Jess Lord Boateng, Marcel Lewis, Julian Barnett, Davion Williams, and we don't have... I mean, Jack meister but whatever. They'll figure out punter because it's punter. So those are the nine names, Matt.
1: Did I miss you say Chris Jackson by any chance? I'm sorry if I did.
0: Chris Jackson is not in the portal. He's just not currently with the team. His his status is up in the air. Yeah, I don't really know. It doesn't seem promising, but he's not officially gone.
1: Yet. Anytime someone says that I'm <laughs> not with the team anymore, I'm uh, not sure how the relationship is there for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: well. Yeah. What, uh I don't know. So Friday, a lot of these names came out. Mm-hmm. Ant Williams, we already knew. Yep. Luke Fulton was suspended. Th- yep. That whole thing that happened, we already knew. Marcel Lewis left the team a while ago. Pretty much everything else. Julian Barnett was the day before but everyone else that Friday, Matt, then right. they had their uh their exit interviews and a handful of guys real quickly said yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go explore other options. What what was your reaction because we didn't get to talk about it too much on Monday's show because we were going over basketball stuff. What was your reaction just as they kept coming? Were you and and maybe it's similar to like mm-hmm. earlier, but I don't know, were you Excited, sad, bummed out. Like, did any names strike you? As like, oh, really? Why?
1: No. Well, that's that's what I was kind of fearing on this end of the microphone. Is that you're going to ask me who surprised you the most? And like, I'm going not up one. and down the list, up and down the list, and it's like, none of these names are really surprising to me, no. right? I mean, I guess Luke Fulton's the biggest bummer, but he had the whole thing going on preseason. I mean, that's not really the greatest way to start a first impression with the new regime. And Charles, never got in the field yeah. after that. And Charles um, and Charles Wilkes, of course, but yeah. he's
0: a walk on, so he doesn't end up in the portal.
1: Yeah, so like that—that that was kind of a bummer. But you could obviously see why that didn't happen. You—you can see why it happened with almost all these kids. Yeah. Um. So, I, to say that I was bummed or confused—that I would just be lying to you if I said either of those things. Like, just up and down the list, starting with Rocky all the way down to yeah Barnett. Like, these are guys who—it was pretty clear where they stand in the pecking order with this team, with this new coaching staff. And, yeah, especially when they're just going to go rip transfers from wherever. Now, of course, they only have three right now. It's the very early stages of that. But mm-hmm. it's pretty clear that, like, uh, yeah, you. it's nice to have you on this roster, but we're openly still going to try to replace you even after putting you on the two deep, if not the three deep, if not the four deep in some cases. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So no, I, I I every time a name pops up on the Twitter timeline, I'm numb to it. I'm like, yeah, okay, good luck to him. I Hope it goes well. But yeah, this is pretty obvious and apparent for all parties involved. Same think? same vibe with you. I'm getting.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And like, it's not that we're happy. <laughs> That's the wrong way. Yeah, to like, I'm not
1: fist pumping when I'm seeing like Barnett leave and Dobbs leave. And yeah, that's well, right. No. Screw you, Max Rosen. Like, no, I'm not doing any of that. Yeah, with, it's just like, well, it just makes
0: sense, you know? Yeah, with any of them, you're like, oh, that's... Bummer it didn't work out. But also, it's refreshing to feel like there's a plan being executed, not like with roster construction and not just recruiting. Because for a long time... Elsewhere in the country, at other programs, it hasn't been just about recruiting when you look at roster, roster construction and all the things right that on. go into it and all the things that a personnel department does. Like, Michigan State's personnel department feels a lot more robust and active than it ever did under D'Antonio, and they're just Four sort of, like, yes. yeah. catching up with the rest of the country. And it's not just transfers, it's, like, using all the numbers that you're allowed to bringing in as many players as possible. Like a lot of people don't know, like you can bring in, we've, I think I said this 25 kids a year, Matt, what's 25 times four.
1: That's 100. Well, that's 100 education paying off right yeah, there. How about that's that? That's
0: 100. Uh, do you know how many scholarships a football team gets?
1: It's, it's not a hundred, but it's, it's close. It's
0: 85. Yeah. So a hundred is 15 more than 85. If you bring in 25 <laughs> people a year, that math isn't going to work unless there is, attrition and that's how teams do it they sign big classes you get like yeah recruiting's a skill you can have a better eye sometimes it's easy matt sometimes you look and you're like hey a trevor lawrence guy he's pretty good i bet you he'll be a good college football player right but once you get past a certain amount of kids it's a lot less of a science than we like to think it's it's a little bit like the draft like the nfl draft nba draft like The more shots you get at it, the better your hits are gonna be. Like, we're not, you don't have to be worried about hit rate. Like, you don't have to hit on everyone. You just gotta hit on enough. And you don't have to hit at 20% of your recruits to make it work. You gotta hit 10 a year, kind of thing. So, if you can get 25 instead of 20, That's more uh, more bites at the apple, Matt. It's more
1: it's it's quantity over quality, but still hoping to find quality in that quantity. That that sounds like a proverb. Wow, look at me go. Yeah, feel good.
0: Like when you yeah, if you can pull a top one fifty kid, great. He's probably gonna end up being a good player. They don't all pan out, but he's probably you You know. know, He
1: could leave in two years with his other high school teammate and go down to Memphis uh, within two years. Uh, That's also the other end of that coin. (laughs)
0: Exactly, but the point is, you want to get as many people in as you can. Every single year, you want to bring in. If, if I was in charge of a personnel department, I would bring in 25, I would bring in the maximum amount of players I could every single year. And when you do that, mm-hmm. the people at the bottom of the depth chart who have been around for three years are going to have to go. And that's not the spirit of the NCAA. That's not, oh, uh, the amateurism, but that's the no. game. Like that's that's how you win, that is how you keep it going. It's not like we're going from mom and pop shop to mm-hmm. like, hey, we want to yeah. be a superstore,
1: <laughs> right? Like cutthroat uh, yeah. blood machine, right? We yeah, got exactly. we got
0: standards here, man, and it's not. Yeah. Well, you didn't make it, so you can just sit there for two years and get your education <laughs> and take up a scholarship spot. No, yeah, go to the right. Mac, yeah. Go somewhere else. You'll still get a scholarship there. You'll get your education. You're not taking a spot on this team. You're not taking a scholarship.
1: I know. It's it's ironic to like pair the word amateurism up with that, but like, hey, that, that that's the game. It's a cold world out there, and that starts in college. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's starting to become more and more of a, well, this isn't professional football. Well. I, 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 it might as well be. Well. Like, And if you don't know that by now, we're going to start getting to know it pretty <laughs> well. Uh, in the next few years, yeah. here under Mel
0: Tucker. Is so. it is it not? It's, it seems like it, it kind of is. And I know. Scholarships are now guaranteed beyond a year. They used to be year to year. Now they're guaranteed. Like, you can't mm-hmm. just yank a scholarship and say, sorry. That used to make things easier. What sure.
1: You, <laughs> a lot meaner. Even meaner than it was yeah. today.
0: Right? What you can do, though, is just not play someone. Move a junior who's not gonna be on the part of the future. You move him to third string and yeah. take away their practice reps, take away the attention that they get in terms of one-on-one coaching. You just make it. It's not nice, Matt. It's not nice, and this is this is how you get Harold Joiner mm. because uh. <laughs> it happened to him. Sure, um, <laughs> that's how you get a former top 150 recruit who didn't work out at another school because he got froze out and the writing's on the wall, and you say, okay, I'm gonna go, um, but yeah, these kids, we, you want to be nice, and not baby them, but understand they're unpaid, understand they're still very young men, growing into, hopefully, men by the time they leave, and just, like, immaturity is gonna run rampant, and it's big moments in their life, and yes, there needs to be some gentleness there, but they're, also smarter than we want to give them credit for they're big boys they understand and if I'm at Michigan State and I'm not getting any playing time at all and I'm buried on the depth chart and I know I can do better I can get on this field and make an impact I'm not gonna sit there and be like well maybe next year <laughs> yeah, right like maybe I'll just keep like no the right I got the message I'm picking up what you're laying down. The writing's on the wall. I can see what's going on here. This is going to be a mutual thing. You're not going to break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. like Right? Right, Exactly. It's like they get it. Let it be known. And people say, oh, they're taking the easy way out. Like, no, maybe they were just kind of told but not real. You can't tell a kid, hey, you need to leave. Like, you are going to the portal. That would be
1: tough to have on the record, right?
0: But you can make it clear the portal's probably the better option for you. And I think that's probably how some of these exit interviews went, and like they're not going to explicitly say, but you know, hey, you know, playing time is going to be tough for you even next year. You got a long way to go. Whatever you you haven't played, you haven't gotten on the field at all this season. Like you can just talk about it and just like make it clear, like, hey, the odds of you uh, being a contributor here long term aren't great. So if you want to do that somewhere else, is probably the way to go. And all the big schools do that. Nick Saban probably loves doing it. It's probably his oh, favorite yeah. part of the job is telling a kid to go to hell.
1: <laughs> he he knows those kids names better than he does like the kids that stayed all 4 years yes. names, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: his superstars he treats like disrespectful like oh, you're not good enough yet keep it going. like I need more. He if, if Nick Saban knows your name that's not a good thing cuz he's getting no, ready. He's getting ready to college cut you. That's what it is. They're just cutting them, but it's college cutting. It you have to do it differently. You can't just get rid of people. Yeah, coded. Yeah. Coded. So yeah, it's uh it here, Matt. It be like that sometimes.
1: It do be like that sometimes. Well well said, my friend. Well said.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna pause here. We'll come back and talk about some positions we wanna see addressed in the portal and perhaps, you know, the, the late signing period. Uh, coming up here in just a second. First, a word from Bet Online.
1: BetOnline.ag, baby. Let's get it popping. Matt, what if, a weekend coming
0: up! If you're gonna go to BetOnline.ag, what do you think you're gonna be doing?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna wager some bets, uh, and I'm gonna do it online. Will that's what I'm gonna be doing here, and maybe
0: even play some poker too on their website. Who's to say? Who's, Who's to say? say? That makes sense. And with bowl season here, we're fired up. College bowl season. NFL playoffs around the corner. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust to put down our bets. And that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON. And you'll get a 50% welcome bonus, Matt. Bang, look at that. 50% welcome bonus. Do you have a bowl matchup that you are kind of looking forward to. Maybe one that's, I don't know. I'm going to filibuster here so you can pull up the schedule. Um, I got it in front of me. Oh, perfect. A little under the radar, maybe just like one that's like, I don't know the Gasparilla bowl or something that not everyone's going to be locked in on that. You're like, that's a dang good matchup.
1: Oh, <sighs> No, I don't have, actually, yeah, uh, Marshall versus Buffalo <laughs> okay. on Christmas Day. Like, 2.30, yes. like, right as MSU goes into halftime yes. against Wisconsin, you got Marshall and Buffalo kicking off. Um, I might have a little more uh, excitement in that one, because, uh, name drop time, I know Buffalo's punter. Um, so, yeah, that that also gets uh, some excitement going for me, too. But, hey, Marshall had a fine season, Buffalo yeah. had a fine season, yeah. that'll be a nice little Christmas game for you there, in case you get tired of the NBA, or... Uh, that's you hoops. Who's that,
0: to say? That is a fun one, and if you want to bet on that, you can do it. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code lockdown. You'll get a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonmine.ag, Your online sportsbook
1: experts. Bang! Buffalo minus four and a half. Take it. Take it. Hammer it.
0: There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens in the Locked On Big Ten podcast. We're fans. We're on the show all the time. Ben's the best. Whether it's football, basketball, baseball, if we have baseball in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Locked On Big Ten wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Matt.
1: Tight end, tight end, tight end, tight end. Yes. Tight end. I, I'm not even going to let you ask the question, tight end. I want to see tight end addressed <laughs> yeah. in the portal before Christmas. If that happens, I, all I want on Christmas is to unwrap a box and it says, MSU got a tight end in the portal. That, that I could be a happy male, smile the rest of the day. You could keep your AirPods, you can keep the PS5, you can keep the sports car. I just want a tight end uh, coming to Michigan State for, for Christmas, Will. That's that's not too much to ask, is it? No. Okay, nice. All right,
0: sweet. There we go. Um, No, I think tight ends, uh, one of the obvious spots. Um, I did read today from Jim Camperoni that Trenton Gillison's going to be back.
1: Okay, that's nice. We haven't heard.
0: I I wouldn't have thought otherwise, but you never know. Um, Uh, Of course. If they bring someone in, but, you know, banged up a little bit. Yeah, Gillison, um, we will see about Dotson. We just lost Rosenthal. Uh, who is a backup to the backup at tight end. We'll see about Gissinger. We'll see about um, Berghorst because Berghorst also plays baseball at Michigan State. That's an interesting situation where you could have a scholarship come available because if you're not going to play football and you're going to only be on the baseball team, football team probably shouldn't front that scholarship. I'm not sure how that will all work out, Matt.
1: It makes sense to me, though. It, yeah. it checks out to me. We, we should be the NCAA presidents, Will. We should be.
0: Yeah, you got Tyler Hunt, who we feel okay about and took some really nice strides, sure. frankly. Yeah. Um, improved in a lot of ways and is capable. Uh, and then beyond that, you know, Tommy Gorjato, we have no idea. Cam Allen, we nope. true freshman, have no idea. They need somebody to come in at that spot right away who can make anyway. plays in the passing game and who can block. They don't have, uh, yeah. It seems like not much to ask for, but it, it is apparently very hard to find.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's everything to ask for. Well, it's it's greedy apparently.
0: Yeah, uh, but I I do know they are certainly scouring for tight ends right now, and I'm not sure if it's going to be one of the spots that they address immediately, if it gets addressed down the line in terms of a transfer. But I would feel pretty confident that. They do end up bringing in a tight end. Uh, they're certainly sniffing around a few. How about defensive line?
1: Yeah, that's a position you can never have too much of, no, right? You could, that, yeah. that kind of goes without saying. I mean, I'm never going to complain about depth at any position, but I feel like there's a bit of a premium on on that
0: one. Hmm. You know, who just you outrageous. know, who just oh, oh
1: wow. On. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. I, I'm sorry. I sorry to interrupt. I know where you're going with this, though.
0: What? What guess?
1: uh maybe perhaps a uh, gentleman from Mount Pleasant uh has Hello. offered his services to other schools perhaps maybe he's looking to go back to Power
0: 5 will Momo Diallo
1: ah, there we go nice.
0: Diallo is someone that just declared for the portal played five games for CMU last year actually I think he played the year before that too um former Texas A&M player transferred to CMU he's from Toronto Oh, okay, yeah, how are we going? There? All right, gig so, him, eh? all right. He's nice. used to the cold. Yeah, a uh, had three and a half sacks and ten tackles for a loss in five games this year. I believe it was. That's gonna play. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's in the MAC, but he's good. I, I watched through some of his stuff. Yeah, he's definitely a uh, a good player. That's a name to keep an eye on. Yeah, ten and ten tackles for loss, three sacks in five games. Um. So yeah, Momo Mohamed Diallo up at CMU is someone I'm keeping an eye on. Jermaine Johnson is another name, defensive end from Georgia, who played at Independence Community College before that. Very nice. Very nice. I wonder if Michigan State has anyone on the roster from Independence Community College. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they just signed Brandon Baldwin. Ah, look yeah, at us go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but four-star recruit Jermaine Johnson from Georgia just went into the portal, one of the top JUCO players. Uh, when he came out, the kid from uh, Northwestern, there are some good options in the portal and defensive line, and it's not just, like, projects. There's, right. There are players at who played at lower levels, who produced, who are good, talented players, and are looking to move up. And that is mm-hmm. that is someone that I think is like that type of player is who they are who they should be looking at, is someone exactly like Mohamed Diallo would be fantastic. Um, Andrew Leota is the other one. He's from Northwestern. Ten tackles for a loss, six and a half sacks, two forced fumbles for Northwestern. Um, just started for them this season. He's really freaking good. He's number 55 on their team. He is a surprise transfer. I have no idea why he transferred. He's a starter.
1: Yeah, there's been, like, speculation that maybe these Fitzgerald to the NFL rumors, like there's actually some sizzle on that stake going on. That's why there's uh, maybe some attrition going on down in Evanston. Yeah,
0: so defensive line is another spot where I think they are looking. um, Safety. Safety, 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 and corner. Both defensive back spots. I'll
1: take either. Yeah, give me whoever. Yeah.
0: um, They missed out on Waters from Duke. He, That's a bummer. Uh, they're in the final 3. Where did he end up going? Did he go to Texas Tech? I think he did. Yeah. I think that was I want to say he did. Um what was going to go? Yeah. Fact check that DB went to Texas Tech. Yep, there it is. Yep, uh it Michigan State was in the final 3 there. They're looking at other ones. That is a spot where like I there, there's still enough there in terms of like the guys starting and what's coming in. Like they can fill the fill the group of 5 or 6. It's gonna thin out quick, Matt. With Barnett uh, leaving, with Williams leaving, we don't know about Dom Long and some of the older guys. Chris Jackson, we don't know. Shakur Brown to the NFL. E- that's gonna be a spot where they are absolutely going to have to go after somebody, and they have been, and they're gonna have to land somebody.
1: It, it, or it's gonna be me or you playing some DB reps next year. I don't um, think I got eligibility them. left.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, think totally they want
1: that. I to say, it might get that sad. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Xavier um, Alford, though. Did you see that?
1: I did not. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, and Alford, um, Texas four-star recruit into the portal from the class of 2020. Only played a few games this season, so... Uh,
1: shame, huh? Yeah,
0: shame. Bummer. Um, someone that uh, Mel probably recruited when he was at Georgia. I, was, I can only assume. Yeah, I only I, he assume. had to
1: have recruited about four hundred kids at his time there. Right? Oh yeah,
0: and a lot of really good ones. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that's another name to maybe keep an eye on. We'll see if they can get involved there. Yeah, this is. Uh, those are the spots. Tight end. Oh, we didn't say linebacker. We already talked about linebacker previously. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. A yeah. couple linebackers, tight end, defensive line, couple DBs. Starting to feel pretty good about what they could be next year if they can make some splash hits with those in the portal.
1: Yeah, I mean, whether it's now or later, I mean, whatever. It, that's that's uh, the fun part, too, is we don't know when it's going to happen. It's not like there's, like, an official signing day for for all these transfers. Like, it could just happen. I know.
0: I'm, I'm fiending. I'm fiending. <laughs> I'm, like, itching. Know,
1: just chasing the high of the transfer portal.
0: Yeah, I'm firing off DMs, making people mad at me. What's going on? Yes. Can you tell me anything? Perfect. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, Is that my voice? Is is that what you were doing there? No, that's me. That's me bugging people for information that I don't get. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it should be a fun, exciting couple of weeks here as this uh, gets even more fired up. That's going to do it for us here on another edition of Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow with a Michigan State-Wisconsin basketball preview. Matt, did you see how that Wisconsin-Nebraska basketball game was going?
1: Uh, I know that it was like one to zero at the under twelve timeout. Basically, like it was, it was a soccer game going on.
0: I saw it was seven to three, yeah. halfway through the first half, ten minutes that's into dynamite. the game. That's that's
1: so Big Ten at hurts. I love that.
0: <laughs> I was legitimately mad at them.
1: I hate them. Oh, I'm I'm grinning right now hearing that. That's <laughs> that, that's sweet.
0: Yeah, it did end up sixty-seven fifty-three. Wisconsin kind of woke up, but uh, boo, dear God. So yeah, we'll preview that. We'll uh, talk about what the Badgers bring to the table. They're a good team, what uh, type of team they are statistically, how they profile, who their good players are, and what we want to see from uh, the old Michigan State Spartans, Matt.
1: I'm already scared about the Whatever. Well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. No, well, another yeah. pre-games therapy session tomorrow.
0: <laughs> we can talk about it tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for us here. Thanks so much for listening. Reminded you to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked at Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home
1: santa once again if you're listening tight on, please i beg you tight on. all right go green